0: This week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad, and with me, as always, is the ever-so-handsome my Campton. You know, I, I got to come up with a different phrase to say for you, because it's always the same thing. So uh, if you think of one, let me know, please.
1: The ever-so-hatful.
0: Ah, ah. You know? No. You <laughs> could try, but... Hatful. I get, that I means
1: I do a lot of hat stuff. Yeah, I know. Hat <laughs> Hampton. Yes. Hat Hampton.
0: Hat Hampton. Yes, yes. Hey. Um Mike, how are you today?
1: I'm great. I'm uh, I'm really excited about today.
0: When are you not excited about our guests? <laughs> Well, I won't ever tell. I won't ever say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, not, not, hey, not on the mic, at least, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Mike, yeah, but but in all seriousness, we do have a very awesome guest today. And uh, before we get into that, as always, we have to pay the bills. And to pay the bills, let's break it down. So here we go uh so you know i guess we'll just start right out the gate with our beloved raise partner raise if you don't know them by now they make one of the best energy drinks on the market uh you can get them at repsports.com that's r-e-p-p sports.com and if you use promo code uncle dad talks all lowercase you will receive 15 percent off your purchase now you can get anything from incredibly high energy drinks to incredibly great sleeping products to weight loss pills, anything you can think of on this website for fitness is there. Uh, so check them out. And following that, you know, after you get hyped up, Mike, what happens? You got to go to sleep. You got to come down. You got to come down. And there's Always no the better way. That's, that, you're right. that's the truth <laughs> from anything in life, really, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not uh, kidding. The, the best way to come down is through our partners, Cloudy. That is right. Cloudy has been with us now for a few episodes and they are still with us. They are an incredible product for a completely organic, breathable, uh, sleeping, um, I wouldn't say medication, but sleeping aid, I guess is the better way. Uh, it has a bunch of organic products in it, such as melatonin, L-theanine, uh, lavender extract, and a bunch of other great stuff. Nothing harmful, for, not, nothing harmful for you at all in this little device. Now, the cool thing is if you go right now to trycladdy.com and use promo code Talks all over case, you will receive 10% off your Purchase and I highly recommend doing the all-in-one sleep kit because right now it is only sixty dollars versus a hundred, and that gets you a, a silk sleeping mask along with some other great products. Now, s- silk I think is one of the best things in the world. I'm just saying. Now imagine on your eyes, Mike. Oh silk. Yes, silk. Not the wrapper. Silk the shocker. <laughs> you know what? One day I want him on the show. <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, we're not that far. Well, <laughs> we are far off, but we're in the realm.
0: Yes, we're getting there. Yes. We're, we're slowly chugging our way along this uh, this train, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yes, so as always, support the show, support our partners, and uh, we appreciate you and everybody for it. Uh, Mike, go ahead.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, so today's guest.
0: Today's guest, that's right.
1: So I said we're in the realm when you mentioned Silk the Shocker, and I say that because it's in the same genre of music, which is hip hop. Mm -hmm. And uh, today's guest is, to me, one of the most, uh, has one of the most recognizable voices in Mm -hmm. hip hop, from the, especially from the 90s, early 90s and throughout, Um, I listened to the album that he was on with uh, with his group brand Nubian, um, many times the album called everything is everything uh, when went when i was 14 i love that album and um, they later went on to to have more albums and then he had a bunch of solo albums and um, i got to get connected with him through one of our previous guests mr uh, buku um, connected me with him and so i'm stoked to have on Uh, so dot x today
0: uh yes it is quite the honor to have someone of his stature on the show it's interesting because we always kind of have like these i don't want to say unsung heroes but i want to say like these true legends in the field right like you know i would say like you know we had wwe legend al snow obviously a whole different thing but i mean he's a legend in his own right you know and I think it's interesting when we have like these, you know, even um, I never say his last name right, but your your good friend Dan Bairdson <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. you know, also a legend in his field, right? But there's, I I feel like if you know the genre, you know who that is. And I think that's wonderful. I mean, like you said in the '90s, it's like, you know, he had a very impactful career i mean he's worked with so many great artists you know what i mean from mm-hmm. from biggie smalls to to diggable planets to Talib of to common you know what i mean to all these just major major players in the hip-hop world so it's just i think it's nice that we always seem to get these uh these legends of, of a different type of merit and i think it's amazing and um, yeah it's a big shout out to to our friend buku one thank you for um connecting mike with this legend of a person who's also his own legend in his own right um, That's true. Nice. uh you know he's the hat man so <laughs> <laughs> have um, hat hampton indeed uh yeah so we will be right back and we're going to sit down with you know this legend uh sadat x and it's going to be fun we're going to have a good time uh and yeah i feel like in true hip-hop fashion, I would just be smoking a joint, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Uncle Dad's ready for that, you know? Yeah. You better
1: um, not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should.
0: <laughs> Mike knows. Mike knows. <laughs> um, and actually, before we go, I just want to throw something out there, bringing up Buku One. Uh, if you haven't heard the previous episode with um, the wonderful people from Burning Man, uh, there was a new ad in there for a, a podcast called The Black Russian Podcast. That is our dear friend, Buku1. So please go support him on his Let's Go to Listen to His Podcast. We're going to play his ad one more time right now, but please go support our friends. We appreciate it. We love you. And always, we'll be right back. Hey, how's
2: it going? My name is Tian Bu Kuan. I'm a skateboarding, graffiti-writing, bowling son of a Black Panther. And I'm Yula. <laughs> and we are the co-hosts of the Black Russian Podcast. Our podcast is a deep dive into relationships from monogamy, non-monogamy, open, poly, and whatever other labels that us wacky humans come up with. Let's go beyond the assumptions, beyond the stigmas,
0: stereotypes, and most definitely beyond the judgment. We share our highs, lows, face plans, and triumphs of trying to love in ways that fit us individually while we continue our journey through life together.
2: With topics like yuck and yums, poly trendy, how does it really feel, and tour life, tour wife, we discuss how to build and define relationships that are tailor-made for you. Let's talk about it, let's be honest. All from a soulful perspective
0: Soul.
2: Now let's be clear let's We don't advocate clear. any one relationship style Over the other nah. We advocate any and all relationships That encourage truth, honesty And the freedom to do it how you do it Deconstruct, decolonize And rebuild in your own way With a black Russian podcast True. Available wherever you get your podcasts
0: all right and mike we are back with our guests uh mike go ahead and take the keys to the car
1: wow i'd like to drive um (laughs) yeah so uh again super stoked to have our uh our guest on today he's uh one of the members of uh brand nubian who has uh many albums he's got 11 solo albums he's a five mike source five mike awards in the source Uh worked with artists like Biggie, Corrupt, Busta Rhymes, many more. Mr. Sadat X, welcome to Uncle Dad Talks. What's up? Peace, peace. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad
3: to be here. No question. Oh, Uh, man, that's
1: incredible. And and may I also add one of the most recognizable voices in hip hop, for sure. Like, uh, no mistake, And and... You know, when I was a kid listening to your albums, like your voice always stood out to me more than more than most. So, like, it's just uh, it's fun to talk to you now and, and hear you t- hear that voice talking to me. Appreciate. No question. Do you uh do you get that any time when you're like out and about just doing your thing and start talking to anyone like stop you and say, hey, you know, if they don't recognize you by face like are you oh yeah definitely yeah. definitely because you know i work at the, i work in a hospital too so
3: you know when they hear my voice you know they would be like yo i know that voice from somewhere and i won't say nothing then like maybe a day or two later they'll come and hit me like yo sadat x brand newbie and this and that and um, fortunately i did have this voice because you know in hip-hop you got to have a separation factor it's got to be something that separates you from everybody else
1: and fortunately this has become my separation factor for sure. And you know, and you've got that New York accent. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no mistaking where you're mm-hmm. from. That's for sure. Uh, so yeah, so you work in a hospital. Uh, you're you're also, or you were, or you are a teacher too. Is that right? Well,
3: I used to teach. I taught, uh, I taught for a number of years in Brooklyn. I taught at a charter school and I taught basically, you know, like, hip-hop appreciation my way, you know what I'm saying? I taught it, you know, through actual experience, and, uh, you know, like some of the lessons that I saw that people tried to do with hip-hop was actually wrong because, you know, some of the things they was talking about, I was there, you know what I'm saying? I was at these actual events, and, you know, I was able to give these kids like a a firsthand knowledge of of my upbringing in it.
1: Yeah, and, and probably in such a different time, so, uh, you know, real quick, uh, our, our man uh, Buku One is is how we got connected with you. And he was recently on, on his Instagram story talking about how important it is to have these, like the older generation of hip hop still making music, still speaking, still like kind of leading in a way. And just that that voice, your voice, those voices, I think it's really important in this time that we continue to have that, so the fact that you're teaching a hip hop class or, or you know to 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 younger children I think is 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 really important i mean it's it's awesome,
3: yeah, no question man it was it was a definitely a fulfilling time, you know it was one of one of the highlights and that I could say you know throughout my career was definitely connecting with those kids because see yo, them kids they don't they don't know brand newbie and they don't know sadex like when I was teaching. You know, it was like Biggie was old school to them. Tupac was old school. T.I. was old school. You know, these are kids that that was, was, was up until two years ago. So you was talking about all these kids that's out now, that are loads and loads and loads of kids, and they'd come in and tell me about somebody. And if I didn't know, I'd be like, I don't know, but I'm willing to listen. If you can find me a version with no curses, bring it in. You know, so we would definitely, you know, have fun in that aspect also.
1: You know, <laughs> You know you're getting older when biggie and tupac are like old. you know like yeah right For <laughs> <real>. <laughs> like, oh shit what's happening um <laughs> yeah you know and you and i i saw i just i looked up some of your info i share the same birthday as you i'm, I'm just a tad bit younger do you really uh, wait hold on right. do you really yeah we're both december 29th wow. oh that's
0: awesome yeah, yeah no <laughs> so cap,
1: caps in the house right uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. um I also saw you were you were like a in a fi- you were a firefighter. You were trained as, an, as a firefighter. Well, I, I had a I passed the test to become
3: a firefighter, and you know like. When, you, when you're doing that, like certain firefighters sponsor you. So I was sponsored by the firefighters and they was disappointed when I chose not to actually take that career. But I did everything that they had to do from climbing the ladder to, you know, simulations, going up the stairs with, 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 with a body on your back and everything, man. Like I really was going to do it, too, man. I, was, I don't, I, I didn't do it, but I, I definitely was close to it.
1: <laughs> I, I I never thought of Sadat uh, X, the teacher... Uh, the firefighter. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Fun. It's amazing. I mean, pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so, and so you mentioned you work at a hospital. What, what are you, uh, what are you helping people with there?
3: Well, I just got a new position called I'm sterile processing. That means like, before the. Uh, before the surgeon's going and I and, and, uh, operate on somebody I get I make sure all the instruments is together and all of them are cleaned you know I'm basically I'm like the last line of defense for they go inside of you you know what I'm saying so if something happened with one of them instruments and it come back faulty you know I've signed it out you know what I'm saying so basically it cut it falls on me man so it's really no shortcut in that job Them, them instruments got to be really precisely cleaned.
1: Yeah, so you gotta be on point when you go into work. you can't go in there with a hangover trying to clean a scalpel. Oh, hell no, <laughs> hell no. No question. Definitely. Right on. Do you uh do you ever get like uh maybe it's from when you were doing teaching or even when you're at the hospital, like uh people coming in with with some uh some gear, some brand newbian or some Sadat X gear like, yo, uh, would you mind uh signing this for me, sir? Or are, like kids having their their parents. Give them their old, their old records or CDs to bring in. To...
3: Well, one guy did. One guy, his uncle, uh, sent some CDs for me to sign. But, it's, you know, a lot of times some of the patients will come through and they'll look and they'll be like, yo, you know who you look like? And I'll be like, yeah, it's me, no <laughs> question. And, you know, we'll connect on that level cause uh, the other job I was doing first I was doing trans patient transport at the hospital and a lot of my coworkers was, was was actually a lot younger than me. So, you know, when they would see people talking to me and wanting to take pictures, they would be like, yo, like, what's that all about? And I had to tell them in school the morning and they was you know, they was definitely surprised
1: by that. <laughs> Yeah, and, I'm, and, I, and I would imagine this. You get people like, hey, will you just uh, say what's up to my friend? And let me record a video of you saying yo, yo to my third uncle on my mom's sister's side and <laughs> all that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, and I do it, man, because you know a lot of times
3: it's just basically out of the love, man. People are just coming over to you to you for the love. I'd rather them come to me doing that than come to me whether oh man, you full of shit <laughs> or this or that. I, so I, I'll I'll take the love, man. You know what I'm saying? If they if they're gonna come to me in a loving way, man, I
1: try to oblige them as much as I possibly can. Well, I mean that's that's very kind of you. I mean, yeah, I mean it's I mean it's great that you you had a a career and a, and a type of life where you have that you know and and people love you and people love the music and yeah. what you said and what you represent for the for the hip-hop culture so um it's nice that you're able to receive that from all these random people and then and then give some back It i'm sure it makes people's day so like uh so just real quick so brand newbie and you guys like how does brand newbie and find each other were you guys rapping and, and writing rhymes together and then signed on? And... Well, not really. It was basically like, you know,
3: like, I had moved from the Bronx to New and Poobah was already there. He was already, had been in a group called Masters of Ceremony, you know, so they had previous records. And what it was is, uh, you know, he was trying to produce records for me and Jamar. Like, we was all solo artists. So, you know, like, it wasn't like we 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 all grew up together, but we wasn't a group all together. You know what I mean? Like, poo was a couple years older than us. So he had his friends. I had my set of friends. Jamar had his set of friends. Just so happened, poo was trying to produce us. And uh, I, be- I believe we came together in the Bronx one time at, a, at, at, at Jazzy J's studio and made a song together, and it sounded good, and we took it from there. And being that Poobah had already been involved in rap, he had some inroads into the industry, took it to Dante Ross, and within about six months, we had a a record. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like those stories where you hear groups be like, yo, we was rhyming for five years, and it jumped off. With us, basically, it jumped off in a matter of months.
1: Yeah. And then the record ends up becoming this kind of this hip hop classic instantly, right? Like it was just, you know, it still is like one of the, one of the hip hop classics from the, from that era. So, yeah, like, how does that feel? Like your, your, your debut album, you put it out in a matter of months and boom, you're like, everyone, everyone's on it.
3: Yeah, man. Well, it was, it was great, man. I mean, uh, I would have never expected it, man. I just wanted to be like a nice rapper for my neighborhood. I didn't I didn't really know the, the realm of, of, of how it could go down, man. I just wanted to be the nicest in the school, the nicest in the neighborhood, the nicest on my block. And uh, to see what it did and, 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 and what it's brought to me... In these year, in these future years was was uh is amazing to me still man I'm I'm very grateful for it I wouldn't change a thing man the ride has been
1: incredible yeah so does that so you your debut album has that much success does that put this immense amount of pressure on you to how you write going forward after that or like writing the next album or are you just like well it did because basically
3: you know like being that we had just came together like that. People thought we was gonna be a group like that. And remember, Poohbey left after the first album, so me and Jamal had to continue on. And you know that was kind of a pressure thing because we still had to carry on the name, and, and you know we we still had to had to solidify ourselves in this game. You know we it, we had a good start, so now we had to capitalize and keep going. We didn't want to be a one-hit wonder, so you know that was a little a uh, uh, little pressure just to prove
1: ourselves and keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Well, I I mean, you guys did great. And then, uh, and I think it was your third album. Um, Everything Was Everything was your third album. Is that right? Yeah. So that's when I found you guys. I was was 14 when that came out. All right. And I just, it just, whatever about it, it just resonated with me. I loved it. Uh, Claiming I'm a Criminal was one of my favorites. Yeah. Holding Mm -hmm. On, you guys had that sample. Uh, Sweating Bullets. (laughs) You know, and I'm a white kid living in Sacramento, not the best part of Sacramento, but not the worst part. And uh, I just I just loved it. And my dad hated it. My dad, <laughs> my dad hated that I listened to rap. Like he smashed my Snoop Dogg tape into the carpet with his foot. Um, but well, that album basically a, a
3: lot of people don't know, like. Well, some people know, but that album was was musically wise. It was it was kind of influenced by the West because uh we had a uh, we had toured extensively in the west we actually had recorded part of the album in the west and we stayed out there for a while so you know um we was in the hood like we did that video holding on that was in Jordan Downs and on Grape Street you know what i'm saying at the height of the uh of the of the gang wars you know what i'm saying and like Fortunately, we never got caught up in that east-west thing because we always had love in the west. Like I said, we did the video in the west. We stayed in the west for a number of, for uh, a number of years. Well, I still got contacts from back then that are in the west. You know, so you know that that album, Everything, Everything, Everything is Everything, was definitely heavily West Coast influenced.
1: Yeah, it definitely had that. I think it had that feel. I think maybe that's probably why whatever reason it resonated with me is because I was all I was all west coasted up (laughs) (laughs) and uh and uh, anyways I loved it and and you know you just you don't really know when you when you make a product music art, whatever and you just put it out you don't know who it's really going to reach or who it's going to touch uh who's going to resonate with it right like it just it's out there and then you touch people from all over the place. You know, it doesn't matter yeah, white, black, whatever. Like right, like it's just, it's just it becomes more than than the actual piece of art, right? Because each person has their own way of how they relate to it. Definitely. Um, and then you guys had, you know, uh, the one song that I heard on the radio for I don't know, it was like every twenty minutes. I feel like they would play that song here uh, and. And uh, my buddy, who is my business partner in the in the hat company I work with at Barbridge, Luke, Mm. both love your Don't Let It Go To Your Head. Oh, yeah. And so what's the story on that? How, what was it that, that, that was it the production? Was it the, was it the record label? Like that song just went really, really huge for you guys. Well, I mean, basically,
3: we we took it from an artist, Jean Carn. She had previously recorded that with, so we sampled that beat, and it was just at the time, man. You know, we it was it was uh, dealing with reality. You know, don't let it go to your head. Like, you could be up today and down tomorrow, man. So keep it even killed. Be prepared. Always be prepared. You understand? Uh, to have some money for when it rains. Uh, save some money for a rainy day. You understand? So,
1: you know that that's basically the inspiration of that song. Yeah, you know, that song, like, those, I I feel like sometimes that's, uh, that message is kind of missing in today's hip hop, yeah. you know, do you, uh, I don't know what, so like, what, what do you feel are some of the, some of the rappers or hip hop artists that, that you feel like are taking the the mic in the good direction right now?
3: Well, it's a lot of, well, see, the thing is nowadays, it's the volume of which they come out, man, it's so hard to keep up with these kids, man, I mean, every day it's it's, it's a new person, and it's a new song, and somebody's coming out, but some of the ones that have stuck with me, you know, like the J. Coles, Kendrick Lamars, um, Griselda family has stuck with me, I did a song with Conway before, and then um, I like some of the baby stuff, you know what I'm saying, and I, I heard one of the songs the little Baby did, he did he did a song that was kind of semi-conscious man when he was talking about you know some semi-conscious stuff so I was like okay well he is woke you know what I'm saying like his mind is thinking so it was refreshing to hear that man but like I said man I, it's 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 so many Artists coming out, where I hear a whole bunch of songs I like, but I don't even really know all the the artists of them, man. Like especially when I was in the teaching, like it would be a song I would like, and I would think it was some one person, and the kids would be like, "No, no, it's the, this guy," and you know, next every day, like it's somebody new, man. But you know, like I said, the uh, you know the Kendrick Lamar, you know, and then you got the usual ones. Like I like some of like Drake stuff, some of Kanye stuff, though. This one it's got me kind of funny, but. uh <laughs> (laughs) You know, like I I like I like this stuff, man. Like it's it's deep. Like Kanye's new joint is it's deep. Like you gotta you can you can hear he was going through something when this was going down. You know what I'm saying? It's a very personal album, you know, and sometimes when you make a personal album like that the masses don't understand it. The real the purist, they'll understand it. But the masses that don't that don't understand that life changes and you know you go through ups and downs. They're gonna still want what they want. You know what I'm saying? So it's a fine line in this game, man. And 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 this game is funny because you can be good today and tomorrow you can be finished. I mean, the people that was with you yesterday, all of a sudden you fell off and this is garbage and this and that, man. So it's so fickle and you got to be tough. You got to have thick skin, man. Like, that's why I hate for like I see somebody like uh, what was the guy um, one of those young boys who uh like Mac Miller and some of the other guys who, who, who 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 like were going through it and talking about quitting hip hop because people were getting on them and this and that. It's it's I I I hate for them to I hate to see that man because uh, like I said, but I can understand because this game is fickle man, and if you're not
1: thick-skinned man, it it'll definitely you can get personal with it. Well, you know, and. And one of the things that that exists now that we didn't have back in the day is social media. And so everyone's got Mm -hmm. a voice and, you know, when you put out an album and then all of a sudden, instead of just having the source review it or, you know, uh, whatever, Billboard magazine, right? Now you've got millions of people publicly reviewing your album and letting everyone know that they think it's garbage and it's trash or what happened to you or uh, <laughs> yeah. you know so i'd ask you yeah and, it, and it's crazy because it'll be
3: somebody that sits in their room that never been outside and never experienced anything where they'll be the critic and it's like that's one thing like this this social media media has done man it's made everybody think they should have a voice and it's and it's made people have a voice when they shouldn't have a voice and it's like a it's like man, like this, it's 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 is, is it's semi out of control, man. It's 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 like it's no more fans. It's like it's like everybody everybody want to be a part of the team. Everybody want to do this or do that, and every nobody is is it's hard to find straight fans anymore. Everybody's got their hand in something.
1: Yeah, or everyone's all of a sudden a, a, a critic, like they've got they've got yeah. some kind of. Uh, validity that that their voices you know should be heard and hey my opinion on this album matters somehow yeah right you know know, yeah it matters to you but you know Mm -hmm. someone that hasn't heard the album yet sees that comment or that tweet and then they might not even give the album a chance
3: yeah, and, and I was always taught, man, a lot of times, maybe that was me, but I was talking, if you don't really have something nice to say about somebody, then just don't say nothing at all, man. Just sometimes know when to fall back, man. You understand, like, you know, you're not the greatest either. I'm pretty sure it's something you got a flaw in or something, you know, like. You, all right, so you're giving a, 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 this thing, this album review, but you, you maybe never had a girlfriend in your life, or you maybe every time you go somewhere, you get beat up or something. So it's like, you know, it, it's funny, man. That's why I tell you, you know, it's real funny. That's why I never really take it personal. You understand? Yeah. Uh, I'm always like, yeah, whatever,
1: you know what I'm saying? So that's how I roll. Or, you know, they're, they're reviewing your album, but they work at, you know mcdonald's and maybe they burn exactly. every, they burn all the fries that they cook you know so like <laughs> what's, exactly um so yeah so you mentioned uh, a couple of rappers uh j cole is one that of the newer rappers that i actually really enjoy and like yeah uh, and do you get to do you connect with these guys at all or do they ever hit you up or like hey sadat like i love your album when I was younger and
3: oh yeah well definitely I I met J Cole man and
1: very respectful. Very respectful.
3: I had met Mac Miller. Very respectful. You understand what I'm saying? Um, it's like the Griselda family. Very respectful. You know, they, 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 they definitely, you know, kn- knew the knowledge on uh, in history of the rap game. Those guys is definitely cool dudes, man. I, I appreciate ASAP Rocky. I met him. He, he was cool. ASAP Ferg. All them dudes. You know, all of them. Man, I came up. You know, I seen like Cameron and Jim Jones and Juels. I seen all them grow up so it's always been love on that side you know what i'm saying so it's just like it's 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 just how I, i i identify with a whole lot of pockets in rap
1: yeah so like do you ever like you're hanging i don't know if you if you drink or whatever, if you're having a beer maybe you're chilling and you guys like get into a freestyle or anything fun like that. Or does, does that kind of stuff happen? Oh
3: yeah. All the time, man. <laughs> I, you know, I do that occasionally I'd smoke and drink and, you know, we'll, we, we'll do that for a while. And, you know, I'm depending on where I'm at, if, if somebody else is rhyming, I'll rhyme like I'm still, I'm still a fan of the game. I, I'm still a fan. I still like to hear beats. I still like to, to hear when somebody says a, a, a dope rhyme over shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can recognize when somebody makes a good record or somebody makes a good rhyme without saying I could do better. You understand? I can just recognize them for the greatness in the moment that they did. I don't have to get jealous of it and be like, well, it's cool, but I could do this or that. I, I, I'm still a
1: fan of rap. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing because it's, it's changed so much since, yeah. since you guys were like dropping records all you know back in the day and UMTV raps was a thing and I mean the source there is, is there even a source anymore like I don't even know if it is it's like I think it's been
3: re- I knew it was online for a minute it might not even be online anymore like it slowly it slowly faded out magazines and stuff like that became chewed up by this by, by this uh this this social media thing which has been a good and a bad a yin and a yang to it it's it's advanced the culture but it's kind of watered down the culture too. It's made everybody feel that they can get a home studio and make a make a beat and and uh and like I seen like dudes be like yo I made 30 beats yesterday and I'm like yeah and 28 of them was trash. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's, it's made everybody feel that they their own Dr. Dre and this and that and you know you feel you can get the equipment today and by Saturday you mad because somebody don't want to rhyme over your beat or something. Like, dudes, like, send me beats sometimes, some of the younger dudes, and I'd be like, yo, this takes a minute to perfect. Like, you send me a beat with no change-ups or nothing and might be a little off, and I'm like, yo, listen, man, like, this is not right. No, but I'm telling you, no, this is not right, man. Like, listen, man, take your time. No,
1: they want to tell you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I, I will say, just to comment on that, like... I follow you obviously on uh, on Instagram, social media, and stuff. And you're you're actually really great at interacting with with your fans and and people. So thank you for for doing that. I feel like that's part of why we get to even work and and have you on the show, and you know so on and so forth. Is and and so not everyone has that. Not everyone does that. So you're 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 special in that regard. And
3: yeah, I, I like it, man. I'm a
1: people person too, man. And. I found in
3: life, like one day it just clicked at an older age. Like, it's it's easier to be pleasant than to always be mean and have a screw face. You, when, when 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 you're pleasant, first of all, when you're pleasant, you feel better. You understand when 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 you have a good outlook on life and 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 it's not. I mean, fuck these dudes. i mean, Oh man, whatever, man. Like and you feel better like when i first started at the hospital i was closed in i didn't i just did my job and i didn't i didn't want to say nothing to nobody and somebody say hey to me good morning i'm like why are you talking to me you know like good morning why and you know but as i opened up and, and start, hey, man, how you doing? You, you feel better. The day goes faster. More people like you. Because when people feel you're a Scrooge, they stay away from you. They don't want to be around a Scrooge all oh, day. Oh, this guy, he's always sour, man. Whatever. But when you're happier and you're around people, all of a sudden, things open up for you, too. Like, you might need something, and you was happy, and this guy might have him. Like, yo, that's all you need? Hey, come over here. I got that. Oh, yo, man, you, for real, you, 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 people are willing to more. Or interact with you, man, and and, and you feel better, man. And I think you live longer. Word. <laughs> well said.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's like I don't know if you 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 relate to this at all, but I I feel a similar way, Sadat. Like I like to give off good vibes and treat people nice, unless they treat me otherwise where I shouldn't treat them yeah. nice. But like we're all like we're all kind of sharing the same universal energy. We're all part of the we all come from the same place essentially and we all should Yeah exactly. Be. So like when you're when you're just doing your part to spread love, to spread kindness, to help each other out, like that's that's kind of what cycles back to you, right? Like
3: yeah, definitely. It definitely comes back to you, man. And you just feel better, man. Like, you don't going to bed mad. You know what I'm saying? You, you you feel better, man. People people like to be around you. You can reach people. If you need something done and you've been cool with somebody, they'll do it and, and vice versa. You know what I mean? As, as, as opposed to you getting that call and looking at it and be like, oh, not this dude. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: it feels better. Yeah. So, so, uh, let me just ask, okay, so you're in Raleigh, which is I was actually just in Raleigh. It's a nice little town. but how how do you how does how does Sadat X from Brand Nubian go from New York City, New York, the Bronx, New Rochelle to Raleigh? Like how does that happen? <laughs> Well, I mean, my family is from down here, like,
3: like overall, like the rest of the side of my family. So I've always been coming back and forth. I was able to get a house down here, you know what I'm saying? Some property, so you know it's easier living. Um, and it's just, I still go back to New York now and then, but uh, it's it's a lot more calmer, man. Like when I was, I feel like in these last three years that I've been down here, I've been able to accomplish more in three years down here in Raleigh than I did in five years in New York. You understand, I'm, I'm able to, to have space. Cause see, when I was in New York, Dudes knew I was in New York, so every day it was a bombardment of something, of somebody needing this, somebody needing this, somebody needing this, and you try to fulfill everybody, you know, you try to do what people want you to do, but down here, I can't be reached like that, so it it gave me a peace of mind, it gave me some time to actually sit down and think and plan out what I needed to do, man, so basically it's giving me a peace of mind, you know, I still go back to New York, I love it to death, I'm still a native New Yorker, 100%, but I'm
1: I'm in Raleigh and I love
3: Carolina too.
1: Yeah, Carolina's sweet. Like, uh, I, I you know I was there for a, a bit of time and I live in the the San Francisco Bay Area and it's a similar type of thing where it's just so fast paced and there's so much going on yeah. and, and people do like come to this thing. Can you get me this? I need this for that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you go to like to North Carolina and Raleigh and everything is it's just slowed down a bit. You have a little more time yeah. to think mm mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? So, and so, and so you still, do you write
3: rhymes just, oh, just yeah. to... Yeah, I write rhymes all the time, man, and I still do a ton of features. I'm still every two or three days doing something in the lab. So I'm still, I'm still staying with it. You know, I'm still staying sharp and, and I'm still in, involved in the circle. You know what I'm saying? I'm not so, so far outside the bubble where when I do come back in, it sounds... Dated, or I try to keep it not sounding dated. Just staying in my lane and and, and reaching the people, fans I have. But if when I reach new ones, I welcome that too. You know what I'm saying? That's that's part of the, the journey that I do to to keep my fans I have and to reach new ones.
1: Yeah, right. Because I mean, and that's sweet too, right? When you 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 have that, you have you've been in the game for a long time, and that you can still reach people. Um, is there someone that you that you'd like to work with that you haven't worked with yet like that's kind of in like Definitely J Cole. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear a J Cole. Said I, excellent. Yeah, that that be cool. in. yeah,
3: he's down here, in Carolina, so that's bound to happen. You know, I'm still I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff. Uh, I I got to still a project with Ninth Wonder. Um, far as some of the older artists, I still got to do something with Ray of Ghosts. You know what I'm saying? The Jizzler. You know, that's definitely he's definitely on my list. You know, certain people like that. I still got I got a couple of Griselda joints I want to do. You know, so I'm 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 still I'm. Still still here i'm running
1: around i'm here right on right on was there was there ever like i always wondered this um with rap and with hip-hop is there ever like a song or a verse that you did that never got out that you were just like ah that was fucking fire i put my heart into that verse and for whatever reason it never it never made it on a record it never made it out there
3: yeah, it's been a couple, man. I mean, we did some brand new bean joints that didn't drop. I, uh, I did a joint with uh Craig G one time that didn't drop, man. I can't think of all of them offhand, but it's definitely been some joints that I, I wanted to drop. Like one time, me and Poolby and Pete Rock did something that never dropped. Where well, I was, I was like, damn, if this came out, I know that would have been a hit, man. So, you know, it's those joints, those deja vu joints that 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 always come back to you, and they're
1: just and they're gone,
3: right? Like yeah they're just gone like they're in the atmosphere now some cool keith joints i got about six or seven cool keith joints i did and then we 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 didn't finish it you know i gotta still catch up with keith you know what i'm saying that's my man to death i gotta
1: just catch up with him and and, and try to get this done keith man his (laughs) we need more of cool keith i think in today
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and like,
3: he'll, and he'll always work, man. Like, you go to shows, like in in places, and you see lines outside of shows, and dudes be like, "Yo, that's for cool Keith," and I be like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's for cool Keith, man." You know? Like, it is.
1: It's crazy. So, so, the songs, like, do you have like a rough, like a rough cut of it, and you you can listen to it, or is it just completely? No, I still got joints I can listen to. Off the Keith joints, I, I do.
3: I have those joints. I'm gonna listen to it, and I'm gonna give it about another six months. And if it don't happen, I'm gonna just try to get them sound-wise as close to 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 to, to good as possible, and just like let them out, man. I only, I just want to let them out, man. Let the world have them. Yeah, we
1: need the world needs it. We want to hear that. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, are, um, just uh, moving along into into music. Are are you currently working on? Your own like a new solo record, or is that?
3: Uh... Well, I, I'm I'm in the studio now. I'm, I'm working. I'm just doing songs right now. I haven't put them together as far as what I'm gonna do with them yet. But I'm just getting them together right now. I I just finished the project a while ago with Aguilar. That's my man. So uh, and you know I always do stuff with elder Sensei. So we'll be doing some more stuff. But like I said, I'm in the lab and I'm doing songs. And I just got to do
1: placement on them now. Yeah. So so. I don't know. Was it ever like when maybe now or even back then, when you're working on a record, do you have like an overall theme like, all right, this record, I want to talk about these things. And so all the songs are going to kind of form around that. Or is it more just like I'm going to record when I feel inspired and then say I've got 30 songs, I'm going to pick 16, put them on a record. It's a little bit of both, man, cause
3: sometimes I, I got a certain theme that I'ma do and these songs is for that theme that I'ma do. That's for these things. Theme- then there's times I just go in and hear beat I might have been drinking or smoke something and I'll just write. You understand? And I'll write, and the next day I'll come back to it and try to place it together. I'll have to look at it and say it a couple of times to remember exactly what went on the night before, and I'll piece them back together again. Usually, when it's like that, usually I'll write the first line or something, and then I might not write another line to the end of the verse. So it'll be two lines with a space, and I just have to remember what I did in that space right there, and then it'll come back to me from them two lines. So I'll do it like that sometimes. Yeah.
1: That's funny. Like, uh, I I don't know, I imagine this and maybe this is just my own weird imagination that you you've got a lot of uh, just random freestyles in your iPhone recorded and then you kind of maybe
3: yeah, just random stuff. And, you know, like, and, and, and sometimes like, I think the way that I rhyme is like that because they cut co- the rhymes come to me fast in my head. And when they come to me fast in my head, I got to write them real down. It's like, I'm rain man <laughs> at that time. Like I'm just going through figures and I'm, I'm writing and I'm writing. And I got to get it down real fast. So, you know, that, that'll come like that sometimes. And
1: so, and so if there is, uh, you know, anyone listening to the show, uh, and we have a pretty decent listenership and, uh, People wonder what's well, so that X feature on their album. They can they can get a hold of you and
3: yeah, man. They can reach me right on the Instagram. Uh, hit me in the DM and and I, and I answer my DM. Sometimes it might take me a minute, but I do go through them and I and I definitely need interact with the with
1: with, with people. It's awesome. Awesome. He does. I That's can, incredible. I can, I can attest. He does. Definitely. Um, Uncle Dad and I were just chit chatting before you came on, and we just we talked about the the Biggie song that you recorded a verse on that on the biggie again, yeah. right?
3: Yeah. And and see, the thing is, but we did that the first time. That was supposed to be on his first album. And the original beat was done by Lord okay, so Finesse, that's the story. The original yeah, yeah. You know, and that was done by Finesse. And it was like, it was good that day because I remember the session. I was there. My man Mark the Spark was there. Puff was there. Seize was there. Mm. Uh, Tracy Wables from the label was there. Uh, and, like, we just did it. We had a box of Phillies. i never forget, we had about four bottles of champagne, and, like, I wrote my shit down, but Biggie didn't write this down. He just, like, had it in his head, and we went back and forth, and it was a great night, man. It was a great night.
1: Speaking of Biggie, like, I mean, that's fucking amazing that you got to, to work with him in that way. Did you see that movie? I just watched it um, when I was coming from North Carolina back to California that... Uh, it's the movie about who killed Biggie with Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker, um, City of Lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw parts of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That movie is just like bonkers about how they try to cover. I don't know. Like, I would just recommend for people to go watch that movie if you're a fan of, of Yeah, New man. York.
3: It's just, like, a lot of shit involved with it, man. It's just terrible to see. Because I knew Pac, too. When Pac used to come to New York, I ran around with Pac. When I came out to L.A., Pac gave me a whole big bag full of weed. <laughs> like, a we Pac a couple of times. Like, Pac Pop, Pop and Poobot's family is connected. Because, you know, a lot of Pac's family, his, his, his biological family is from yeah. New York. You understand? So, and, and they was into, you know, like Black Panthers and, and you know, and and stuff like that. And Poobah's people was heavily into that. So, you know, like Pac was in the Rochelle before, now Rule Like Pac, we knew Pac, like, for real, for real.
1: Man, I would have loved to hear a set X Yeah, Pac. Yeah. Just like a raw <laughs> freestyle. I yeah. mean...
3: And, and and if if he would have survived, it would have happened. Yeah. I, I I I know it would have happened at some point.
1: I know it would have happened. Oh, for sure. And like and just you just imagine if when guys like that that were so prolific and groundbreaking, you know, if they were still around today, like what kind of effect yeah. would they would have, exactly. or what the rap game would even be like had they not passed. You know, exactly. No question. Well. Um, I'm glad that you're still here. You didn't get marked. You're still with us. Yeah. Really. I'm glad to be here too, man. I'm definitely
3: glad to be. It's a blessing.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a blessing. Yeah. Um anything else that you're working on that you want to you want to let people know about or promote or like
3: you know um like i said man I'm, I'm i'm always in the lab and i work fast you need me holla at me hit me on the dm you know what i'm saying I'm, it's me that answers it or and if i'm not answering it it'll be my manager joanne and she'll get it to me and that's coal mine music she's on coal mine music but you know like i said 90 percent of the times it's just me
1: directly and i'm working man i still love hip-hop so i still got the fire going yes you do yes um so now the next thing I want to, I want to talk about before we, you know, start to wrap up is I was, I was fortunate enough to, to, like I said, meet you through Buku. And, uh, as many of our listeners know, I, I run a, a hat business called Bartbridge bridge and I do the designs. That's my end of it. And we were able to link up with, with Sadat mm-hmm. to do some brand Nubian, some brand Nubian hats. we got three different designs. Yeah. and uh and your your package is in the mail sir it'll be at no yeah and then I,
3: first of all man like I'm just happy to connect and the hats are super super dope the, the new camo one is super super dope and I'm just like if I could make hats if I could do it like personally like if I could do it I would have made them just how you made them like I just done you know I didn't I didn't have to wear two and to know how to do that but like it was like you made it from my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly how I would have wanted them made. And, and that's how exactly how they look. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? And I'm an old dude, so I'm trying with different colors. Like, the young boys, I might have me a yellow joint or a green joint. Like, I'm trying to, you. Know, everybody, my girl always say, my, my, my wardrobe is just black and white. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm trying to, you know, liven the colors up a little bit for myself.
1: Yeah, Branch out a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just say, it, it's an honor to hear that come from you. Um again, like everything was everything is everything to me as far as like me growing up and 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 listening to hip hop. I mean, uh, so to work with you and to talk to you and to do a hat with you, it's 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 super sweet. And and thank you for like just being so cool and being open to to collabing. Like it's 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 an no, honor. No
3: doubt. Now, definitely to watch him I and we go, it's gonna continue, man. And I like I said, I appreciate you guys, man. And uh you know, hopefully, you know, like some people seen it and they answered some questions for them.
1: And you know, we'll do it again. And and this just separate this from any other hat you may have done. All of the hats that we're doing have the secret pocket behind the patch.
3: Oh man, that's the see. That's the thing. I didn't know that. That's gonna be a big. That's gonna be a big catch right there. I definitely will make that note. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: you know, for you know, little definitely. hide your cash, hide your stash, spice spice yeah, of life. Definitely,
3: you need that sometimes. <laughs> you need that definitely. You need
1: that. Yeah. So um, I'll just say this: you can purchase the Sada X brand new bean hats. There's three different designs on multiple colors. Uh, on my website which is mikehamptonart.com you can uh, follow sadat on his instagram where he's very active which is what sadat what's your handle
3: uh sadat
1: x on, on the instagram nothing more
3: nothing less just sadat x s-a-d-a-t-x can
1: you can't mess that up right uncle dad can't mess that up and uh, anywhere else that people can follow you, find you, you have a website. or they right, can find me on Facebook, Sadadex or Derek Murphy. Like I
3: said, or uh, Twitter, same thing, man. And those those are my basic places, and and I'm around.
0: I just want to oh, bring it real fast. You have a show coming up too, right in October.
3: Yeah, yeah. We actually we got two shows coming up. We got a show in West Virginia coming up, Martinsburg, West Virginia. That's October second, and then the twenty fourth. We got a show with my good brother Smith and wesson oh. in uh Bethesda, Maryland, which is actually outside of DC. So that's gonna be good. And I, you know, like I said, I know those guys, and you know, we, it's always a pleasure with them too. Wait,
0: what is that on concert? Twenty fourth, you said? Yep, twenty fourth,
3: Bethesda, Maryland. I think,
0: uh Mike and I will actually be in Maryland around that time. Wow, that's crazy. Well,
3: if Kevin having out there, you gotta come through. No question. Oh,
1: no, for sure, man. That's I'll be good. I'll be wearing your hat. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know no the guy who makes them. <laughs> no question. That's what's up. <laughs> or, or if we're uh, you know, we're wandering around, uh Raleigh and we might we might find you at a bojangles, right?
3: Hey man, if y'all come to Raleigh, let me know. Like I said, man, I tell people don't sleep on Raleigh, man. Raleigh, Raleigh is is, is got some nice spots, man. man. Let
1: me just say, I'll close with this. I, I've I've had I like to drink beer, I like an IPA. I drink um, many beers in my life, and one of my worst hangovers in my entire life is from Raleigh. Hey, and I'm gonna tell you why, and and you could probably agree with this. The beer there is so cheap. Because I live in, you know, like I said, Bay Area. You get a a cheap beer. A Bud Light's eight dollars out here. You can get like a a, a locally uh, brewed, quality IPA from Raleigh, and it's four dollars. It's two dollars for real, definitely, (laughs) definitely. And and and
3: bomb yourself out for the night, definitely. I know firsthand. Also, okay, so we
1: we can uh, we can both attest to that. Oh, man. Well, Sadat, it's been a real pleasure to have you on and to work with you on the hats and just to talk about hip hop with you and the albums and hear your voice. Thank you so much, man. You're, you're the best. Love it. No doubt. I appreciate you dudes, too. And I, I'll
3: i see y'all again, man. OK,
0: absolutely.
3: All right. Take dog. care. Bye